welcome to the Corner of Truth and Courage with Tom and Tyler. For the next few days, we will be dealing with the courage needed to stand for truth. Our nation has been blessed of God for many years. Christian morals were considered good. However, we have turned away from God. Now, more than ever, courage is needed to hold our ground. Christians to be the salt and the light in the world. This includes speaking out against wickedness in our society. Having the truth is great, but defending it, even in the face of adversity, is paramount. Truth is under attack in our schools, workplaces, courtrooms, and government. This week, we will look at those who showed courage and took a stand. It's important for us to learn from their actions and follow their example. So tune in as we navigate through the complex realms of truth and courage. Welcome to the corner of Truth and Courage with Tom and Tyler. We are here with you on the middle of your week, Wednesday. We are talking about the topic of courage this week. We, we've talked about uh, having courage in the pulpit and the need to have a preacher with a backbone. Uh, we talked about yesterday the uh, courage in the pews, that we need to have Christians stand for truth and, and the things that uh, the Bible teach there. And, and really, we also kind of talked about what happens if you don't. And so today, you've got a few examples or some things in particular uh, that we need to stand firm in. And so what, why don't you start that off with us today there, uh, Brother Tom? What's the first topic you have? Well, thank you, Tyler. We now live in a day where the revisionists are trying to alter our history. They're trying to teach our kids that we're a wicked nation, that we shouldn't love America. America is wicked. America is evil. And they're teaching us, teaching our kids to hate America. The Bible tells us that a nation divided against itself cannot stand. I'm here to tell you that if we continue this nonsense, we are heading for destruction. And I believe that's what people are wanting. That's what they want. They want destruction of America. And they're trying to teach that. And in future broadcasts, I'm going to be playing for you some personal testimony or teaching from people who were part of the KJB, part of communism, that were trying to alter the thinking of America. And they have started with our kids. They said they were going to do that, and they did that. And some of this stuff is happening, and uh, we're going to try to correct that in these broadcasts. Help me understand this, because I want to ask you a question, okay? I agree. I think that what's happening, especially teaching our, our uh, kids in school, is deteriorating America. But I've always kind of looked at it as they don't know that that's what they're doing. You're, you're making it sound like that they know and want that to happen. Is that is that true? Because I, I feel like, you know, the, the Democrats and things of the world that are doing, they I feel like what they th- they're saying they think is is right, and they don't realize what they're doing. Is that not the case? Well, there are some that do it willingly, and there are some that do it ignorantly. But there has been a a genuine agenda by our enemies, by communism, to try to introduce a change in our thinking. And that was part of their mission. How did they succeed is another story. Some have, have bought into this, and even Americans are teaching this stuff. It's not just coming from foreign sources. It's coming from our own. Yeah, so it's, uh, as I said, some do it willingly, some do it ignorantly. But one of the things that they're doing is they're rewriting our history. They're trying mm-hmm. to make it look like we are a wicked people, 
that our forefathers were our forefathers because they owned slaves they were wicked people everyone owned slaves pretty much back then even black people owned slaves and if you don't know that you have been you know you, you're ignorant to our history and some of the stuff i didn't learn until the last 15 years as i started studying this in fact, uh, you know, when they want to go to that 1609 project and that kind of that 1602 project or 16, can't remember what the year was there. Part of this uh, uh, CRT uh, mm-hmm. teaching their um, uh, critical race theory and, uh, you know, saying this is where America started. No, we were still under England. We were colonies. It wasn't until after 1776 that we broke with England and there were attempts by our founders to try to abolish slavery, but they are using that as the, um, it's like the curse of America. If we're the only ones who were wicked because we had slaves, no slavery has been practiced all the way even Bible times by every culture, every color, every creed. Uh, slavery has been a scar on history. Thank God we are now in a day where that in the West has been abolished. But you go to many Arab countries and Muslim-controlled states, they still practice slavery today. It's still going on. Don't you dare think that uh, it is now a scourge that's freed from the world. But let's go back in history. Why do I want to deal with this? If you cut off, this is one of the teachings that the communists knew, if you cut off people from their roots, it is easy to control them. If they don't understand their beginnings, if they don't understand the loyalty to their nationality, if they don't have that, if they don't have any loyalty to it or any patriotism towards it, it's easy to guide these people into whichever way you want them to go. Because if they don't have Mm -hmm. love for country, if they don't have those roots, uh, that's going to be lost. And so we need to return to have courage to return back to the teachings of some of our American history. I want to read to you what a foreigner discovered about America after America was born as a new nation. This whole idea of having a constitution that will rule the people, that it was the people, it was a government of the people. This had never been heard of before. And yet all of it was taken from biblical principles. We'll get into that in another show maybe. But this concept of being governed by the people was a new concept. And so the Europeans, especially France, they were going through their revolution about the same time America was going through ours. We're still on our first government. They're on their seventh uh, constitution. Italy's on their 71st. Um, some things uh, have worked too well over there for them. We have done something that's been amazing. And a man named Alexis de Tocqueville came over to study our government in America. And he wrote his famous book, Democracy in America. And by the way, we don't have a democracy. We've got a republic. That's one of the poisons that's being bred out there. We use democracy through the vote of the people to democratically speak and the the one who gets the most votes 
wins, but we vote for representatives. So we have a republic to represent the people for us. And that's important that we, we make, uh, make that known. Because if we just have a democracy, we're going to end up in anarchy. It will happen every time. But a republic is a unique. So Alexis de Tocqueville came over here, and he studied America for over a year. And he wrote a famous, there's something that's quoted about him many, many times. America is great because America is good. If America ceases to be good, America will cease to be great. That has been quoted many, many, many times. But I want to go to his memoirs because he explains more how and why he said that. Let me read this to you, and I think it's important. I sought for the greatness and genius of America in her commodious harbors, in her ample rivers, and it was not there. I sought for her greatness and genius of America in her fertile fields and boundless force, and it was not there. I sought for the greatness and genius of America in her rich mines and her vast world commerce, and it was not there. I sought for the greatness and genius of America in the public school system, in her institutions of learning, and it was not there. I sought for the greatness and genius of America in her democratic Congress and her matchless constitution, and it was not there. Now listen, not until I went into the churches of America and heard her pulpits flame with righteousness did I understand the secret of her genius and power. America is great because she is good. And if America ever ceases to be good, she will cease to be great. And we are being ripped away from our foundations. They want us to believe that we were not born as a Christian nation. And yet, just about everything you go to, you read in the history books there, we're quoting the Bible. Scripture verses are painted over everything in Washington, D.C., and yet they want to tell us that Christianity was not part of our founding. They're trying to rip us away from our roots, and we need courage to stand up for that and to hold fast. Go ahead. Yeah, well, I'm going to give you an example of that uh, that I heard from a preacher there. But, you know, there was a day back in, what was it, the 60s, where the Bible was actually taught in our public school system around that time frame, right? And they plucked that out. I, I know when I was in school, we read the Pledge of Allegiance. I don't know if they do that anymore or not. Uh, that would be something interesting to find out. But I, I heard, um, I knew someone that did a tour around Washington, D.C., and they were in, I don't know what building it was, but they were in one of the buildings there. And you're right, it's it's everywhere out there. I mean, you know, that the the biblical influence of our country. And there's, a I guess, like a mural painted on the ceiling of Moses holding the Ten Commandments. And the tourist tells everybody in that group that that's not the Ten Commandments. That's the Bill of Rights. Yeah. And that's such an well, interesting. I, I saw that. I was there in in the um, uh, Supreme Court and got the same tour. And we asked that question because right above, you know, where the Chief Justice sits is the Ten mm-hmm. Commandments. You see mm-hmm. the the like the tablets of the Ten Commandments there. And uh, they just have, you know, Roman numerals one through ten. And uh, so purposely, I said, what, what, what is that up there? You know, kind of like because you know, they're trying to steer us away from our Christian heritage. Oh, that's uh, that, that's the Bill of Rights, the 10 Bill of Rights and stuff there. And uh, so it's just it's, it's just nonsense. But it's going on and on and on and on. And we need to stand against that. You know, do you we think they're going out. to. 
do you think they're eventually going to take all that stuff off of everything? I mean, paint over it or, or, or try to go around and find all the different areas where the Bible has been uh, part of our country and, and get rid of it. I mean, that, that could come, right? Well, they've been attempting to try to get the Ten Commandments out of our courtrooms and out of our schools and and different things like that. I wouldn't be surprised. You know, I mean, they've been pulling down statues. They've been pulling down um, things and trying to get away with it. And sometimes they, they are successful of it um, until God's people or or patriots and sensible people stand up and say, no, we're not going to let this happen. Even statues of people that, you know, didn't stand for everything that we would call wholesome is part of our history. We don't want to whitewash our history and trying to change it from what it was. We're not always, we weren't perfect in everything we did. We understand that. But uh, we ought to take pride of what who we are and how God has used us in spite of our failings. And I, I think part of the problem of, of what we're trying to address here this week on the show is, you know, the other side, the I guess the Democratic or liberal side, they're louder than we are. And that's the issue, right? They're the ones that are coming up and standing on the front and saying, this ain't right. That ain't right. This is what we need to do. And and the, the conservative side, the, the Christians that we're talking about today are not. We're being silent and we're then allowing the louder voice to, to take a hold of things there. You know, Christians need to learn a new word. It's called activism. They're part of it. They're act, being active for what they believe in. We need to be active what we believe in. And remember this, God instituted government. Government is an institution of God. We shouldn't surrender that to the world. We've got to stop there. We'll be back again tomorrow. I hope you'll join us at the corner of truth and courage. God bless you.